Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Nigel and Community Call. This call is for TI. Um, those who don't know what TI is, it's a personal group of people who have been targeted with non-consensual human experimentation and with a psychological program that is meant to discredit and silence them. And uh, they are all, all sort of criminal behavior that happens uh, by uh, to a TI uh, by perpetrators uh, who are engaged in the psychological warfare, as well as criminal uh, activities on the perpetrators of these uh, non-consensual human experimentation, the use of directed energy weapons against uh, on TIs to gravely harm them, whether it be psychological, physical, or biological. So my call is to give support to those TIs uh, in the TI community and those within the TI community who have been suffering many, many years of grave uh, harm, psychological as well as physical, and who may feel like they have nowhere else to turn to or no one to speak to. This is why I do this call. And a big part, uh, most of you who listen to my call know that a big part of what I discuss on my show is the psychological uh, aspect of this program. It is meant to, as I said, uh, severely psychologically damage uh, the targeted individual because once your mind goes, everything else goes. So the perpetrators of these crimes will go into the community and say that the TI have committed some sort of crime. Or the TI is an activist of some sort and they would like to gather information. They would like to know the habits of the TI, his or her whereabouts. And so they will use the community and they will go to the community and deceive the community. They will spread lies or have troops. Uh, they will try and set the TI up. Uh, some may have been successful, some unsuccessful, <clears throat> but they will keep trying because they need to have something on the TI 
to on the target of individual to try to blackmail them into silence. And so this is uh, a tactic that they used. It, it was used in the 1970s in the program called Quantum Pro. Because now you have a combination of Quantum Pro, uh, non-consensual human experimentation, and you have basically the manipulation of those in the community, including family and friends, and they're using new weapons, uh, particularly microwave, to condition and to control, uh, someone controls uh, people uh, just so they can make the target look unstable. When the target claims that family or friends are targeted, him or her. And, um, you know, if you have children, you'll use your children, but you have to understand if you have children, they're using your children against you in that sort of ways, the psychological group, hand signals and stuff like that. Now, it is not your children. It is the mind control weapons or psychotronic weapons, if you want to call it that, to influence the minds of those around you. So we have to always be aware of that, okay? Because they will try to deceive you in many ways. They will try to use uh, some of the most gross, heinous label on you, such as uh, pedophilia, uh, rapist, um, you know, uh, drug addict, so those are labels that they want to put on you because when you villainize an individual, people are more likely to shun or go along with the ostracization of that individual. But the key here is to manipulate victims, okay? And, um, you know, they have led people to believe things that are false. And they may even uh, let the TI believe things that are false using psychological means to brainwash the TI. So I go back to this because it's important that we keep remembering this and uh, keep this fresh into our mind uh, is that... Uh, you know, we have to fight back. We have to do what we can. You know, and it's it's, it's rough. You know, okay, take it from me. It's not easy. It is it is rough uh, because basically, uh, the TIs are so spread apart, and it's deliberately done this way to keep us separated. Okay. Uh, because when you are a lone person and they have hundreds of people within your area that participate in psychological warfare against you, it makes it seem like you are alone. 
but you are not alone. And that is what they want you to believe. That is what they want you to think. You know, they want to dominate your thinking. They want to dominate you. These are some of the situations and some of the uh, psychological manipulation tactics that they will use, okay? So to deceive the victims, some victims may not understand why someone would do this to them, how some people can do this to others, what the mortals often do this to them, and therefore can be deceived into believing. The phenomenon is of beneficial intentions. Now, I hear this a lot from PIs who always say, the religious ones who say, uh, well, you know, this is, I'm, I'm going through this because of God, or God is putting me through this because, you know, it's going to make me strong in that. This is not making me strong. Okay? This is destroying your life. That's what this is doing. Okay? This is destroying your mindset and your mentality. Now, they may not be totally successful at doing so, but they have affected you in ways that, you know, you may not even be aware of. <clears throat> so you got to remember that. So, The phenomenon of psychological harassment or warfare can also leave the victim in doubt or confused as to what is going on or what the intended, the intention or purpose of the psychological manipulation, psychological attacks, and events in question or for. Are the intention in some way benevolent for training purpose or self-improvement? No, it is not. It is training purpose for the perpetrator. It is uh, training purpose for the perpetrators to take the information and advance their psychological program. And so it is not training for TI. It is an attack on the target individual, but it is training for the army of psychological attackers. Okay? It can also leave the victim unaware that a psychological war is being waged on them, and the doubt, confusion, and deception can result in preventing the victim from taking action or fighting back. Now, <laughs> when you choose while you begin to fight back, they will pull no punches. They will come at you harder. They will use every dirty tactic that they have. They will use children. They will use the elderly. They will use many different people from many different faiths and many different cultures to target you. 
there are some of the things that they want you to think. Okay? That's the test. It's training. It's to make you stronger, tougher. It's an initiation or rite of passage. You cannot believe both things. Okay? That is, once you start to believe these things, then they know that they have full control of your mind, and therefore you will accept what's being done to you. So, when a group with psychological warfare expertise target a victim and try to create situations, street theater, scenarios, or events with the intention of embarrassing, humiliating, threatening, angered, induced fear, or other harmful effects, they need a strategy to deal with the failure or failures if the event in question do not produce the desired outcome or result. So, for instance, if I'm walking down the street and let's say I decided, you know what, I'm going to ignore these people. And, you know, in the street theater, I used to ignore the street theater. And they see that whatever they're doing is failing. Their strategy to deal with that failure is to always use the police. Their strategy is to fall back on, let's use the cops to intimidate Nigel. And he goes to pick up his kids. Let's Let's uh, synchronize our movement with his. When he turns the corner, there's a police car or van that will turn its lights on and will drive in his direction. Then, when he picks up his son and on his way to pick up his daughter, we'll use another police van or car. And, well, that will also turn on his lights. And then, when he picks up his daughter on the way home, he will again use the police van or car that will turn on his lights. And start fast. Start fast or turn uh, the corner as I exit out. Synchronization. How do they synchronize your movement with that? With that? It's through tracking, through the implant, remote, through monitoring, through your phone. Accessing your phone's GPS to track you. Those are two of the ways in which they can track you. So, a failure of a group who tries to intentionally attack or humiliate a victim builds confidence in the victim for overcoming this challenge or properly dealing with the victim question. So here is a need to have, so there is a need to have a strategy or tactic to eliminate 
or reduce the confidence building phenomenon that results as much as possible. One of the ways this is done is by trying to make the victim believe the false view on reality or interpretation that it was a test, a training situation, and that they was or may have been some kind of benevolent intention in this kind of action or scenario. You see, but this test never ends, okay? So this is what you call the never-ending test. One example of the strategy or tactic is to interpret the event as a test. The result is that the victim feels he is on a never-ending test since these situations, events, and attacks are usually repetitive in this kind of ongoing psychological harassment or psychological war. Many of these tactics can also be considered to be psychological torture or use for psychological torture. The tactic that is sometimes used to make the victim feel vulnerable or more threatened is to be threatened in some type of way and have the perpetrator stand directly behind them and out of view. Instinctively, you would not want someone that is hostile towards you to stand directly behind you and out of view whether you feel threatened by the threats that was made or not. You may have also noticed that when a person is hostile towards you and acts aggressively by trashing or hitting objects, it can trigger more of a fight-or-flight response from you. A similar tactic to the, to the first is for a person who is hostile towards you to motion an object towards you, towards your face, or to be in or come in your space. So this is what they're doing. It seems like you know, this situation is that they will regularly throw uh, tissue in my direction or paper, you know, roll up paper, usually like printer paper or something like that, and throw it in my direction. It's the constant thing that they do. Okay? Even when I'm driving, uh, like for instance, if they have a purple in front of me, um, you know, they will throw white tissue paper out of their window. Okay? As I'm driving behind them. So this is something that they, uh, that they do to me also. Okay. Which is a staring joke. And they do that to my, to my kids, too, you know. When I'm walking my kids to school, walking them back to school, they're constantly staring at my kids, you know, to try to intimidate and to provoke, uh, to try and make me angry, you know. So, staring drills are used to intimidate, provoke, make a person aggressive, and to destabilize victims. It links to manipulation, credibility, and justification. One technique is to simply stare at the victim, and another is to whisper, you scare, and engage in, con- in staring contests. Now, I think I went to this already, but, you know, these things are important. That's why I feel I have to go through them again. So, 
it can stay fresh in your mind so you really have an understanding of what is being done, the psychological tactics and aspect of this program. Okay? So lately, they've been trying, they've been also doing the domination game. They try to dominate me uh, wherever I go, you know, with their aggressive targeting. And so today, I started um, taking up my camera and videotaping. This morning, I dropped the kids uh, to school, and I, and, you know, as I was getting back in the car from dropping Ethan to school, uh, this um, unmarked police car, okay, uh, you know, just kind of like he's turn on his sirens and run the light. Now, we're across, he's across from the school, okay? You got children, parents walking their kids to school in the morning, and this individual couldn't wait, okay? But it was, uh, uh, you know, to get my attention, okay? Because After he ran the light, he turned on his sirens, ran the light, I got in the car, and I was driving behind him. And I took my phone up, and I started reporting. Now, I think he noticed that I had my phone and started reporting because as soon as the light changed, he just sped off real quick, real quick. And I guess he didn't want me to record his license plate, okay? Because, again, when they do stuff like that, they don't want to be caught in camera. And that's why when they start this uh, heavy targeting, this increase in targeting, uh, you know, you have to report them. Put them on camera. Put them on camera. Put them on YouTube so we we'll all can see what they are doing, how pathetic they are. Okay? So some people may worry or have stress about who they believe they can dominate or dominate, and who they may or may not dominate. The word of metaphor, alpha male, as in wolf pack, is also often used to describe a leader of someone in the leadership position. People in the workplace or in relationships, they continuously try to dominate each other, causing conflict and tension. And that's what we have with these person TIs. We have a conflict, we have constantly have tension, constantly having conflict with them. Because they're always trying to dominate you. They <laughs> try to dominate your space, try to dominate your mind, the way you're thinking. Even, you know, doing things uh, like online in the computer. You know, today, uh, and this has never happened to me before, you know, this is, <laughs> and, you know, I know it was the police. That, that did this because as soon as, as it happened, uh, you start hearing the sirens and stuff like that. So that it kind of gives you confirmation that, yeah, it's them that's doing it. Okay? And I said every police officer, but those who participate in this psychological warfare program. So today, I'm on my computer, my computer and uh, someone had sent me a video with a homeless man talking about the Bill of Burgers and how these are the people who really uh, control the world. And this guy was very knowledgeable in what he was saying, but he was a homeless guy. And some people in the 
comment section was like, well, if he's so smart, why is he homeless and such and such and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I said to them, I said, you know, I made a comment. I said, I said, stop and think about it, right? The people who control this world, you know, the true rulers of this world, not those in the government, but those outside the government, those in the what you call the shadow government. If someone knew the truth, do you think that they would allow that person to expose them in such a way that it can shed light on who they are and what they're doing? So one of the things that they would do is put that individual in a person concentration program to try to silence that individual. And the way they go about trying to silence that individual is when it's psychological warfare is destroying that person's means of survival, financial, psychological, social, family, friends, all destroyed. Okay? To discredit that individual. So now this person's homeless, He's labeled as being crazy. So no one will pay him any mind. No one will listen to what he has to say because they have totally discredited an individual because he knows the truth or she knows the truth. All right, so this is uh, something that you see all the time, because when you, when you really stop to think about it, okay, the people who always try to expose, you know, the ills of society, of the world, the, the truth seekers, you know, are always attacked. They're always being labeled to have a mental illness. If there was just one thing the government and those in power can use to hide and shield what it is that they're doing is to use the psychiatric industry to discredit someone. Take away all credibility because they know they have conditioned people to not listen. There are people who is labeled with a mental illness. That's the one thing that they know that they can always use to discredit someone who is speaking the truth so that no one will listen or pay attention to that truth which is being spoken. They have constantly done this. And not just in the United States. Russia was famous for doing that to dissidents, to political opponents, human rights activists living in Russia. They were notorious for using the psychiatric industry and facilities and uh, administration in Russia to discredit people. Basically, 
destroy their minds while they are held captive in psychiatric facilities. So, once you, as a TI, decide that you're going to fight back, and they know this, they know this because of the reason what we're monitoring, okay, you will see that they will begin to attack you in a way in which you didn't expect. First thing they will do is that if you're a TI, is that they will have their perpetrators, the ones who pretend to be TIs, discredit your name. They will try to use divide and conquer tactics against you and other TIs that you are in contact with. Now, some TIs may not know this. You know, others uh, who do know this are less likely to uh, fall for it. But you will have a large number of TIs who will uh, believe the lies and the deceit. And you can't blame them. You know, you can't blame them because they've been manipulated. We all have been manipulated. Some have been more manipulated than others. Some have been so psychologically damaged by this that it's uh, hard for them to even somewhat trust another TI or another person in general. So you can't fault them. You know? Because being a TI, if you don't understand what another TI is going through, because you've been through it yourself, it means that this situation has taught you nothing. It means that this situation has made you selfish, in a way. Because for me, I always have to think about what it is that I say or do around another TI if I'm in contact with them. I always have to think about that. You know, that's something that, you know, that I think about constantly because uh, when I get in, in, in touch with TIs and when I uh, go to meet them, there's certain things that I, I won't do. And the reason why I won't do that because I know that when some, when I do certain things, it may affect them psychologically in a certain way because it affected me that way. Now, I may have overcome that, but I don't know if they have overcome it. So unless I speak to them and I say, hey, you know, what are some of the things that the perps do that bothers you? And they tell me, then I'm aware, so I won't do something. But even if I'm not aware, just from my own experience, what has been done to me, the subject I would do. You know? And we all have to think of each other in that way. Because 
that is how they use us to manipulate each other. That is how, you know, uh, you have TIs call it under TIs, perps and this and that and blah, blah, because there is a constant infiltration within the community. And, and it's to, it is to do exactly that. It is to confuse and turn us against one another. It is to turn us off from one another. And until we as a community, and uh, let me rephrase that, until a lot of TIs within our community, uh, you know, have learned a lot of the tactics that the perps use, the definitions, the meaning, the the, the name of the tactics, then. Uh, you know, we're going to be in this constant battle with each other. We all should be battling those behind these crimes. A couple of years ago, I, I I stopped that when I get on the call and somebody's targeting me. Oh, I feel somebody's targeting me. You know, I, I don't lash out. You know, I, I don't I don't say anything. I just I just ignore it uh, because if it, it's not my call. Uh, you know, I don't want to cause any kind of uh, trouble in there. Because, you know, I'm a fighter, so I will fight back. But, you know, out of respect for all the TIs in the hall, I don't engage in those sort of uh, behavior because, uh, again, it it takes away from what's being said. You know, it causes a distraction, and that's exactly what these perpetrators want. They want you to be distracted they want you to be confused. They want you to not trust anyone. They want you to lock yourself in your house, your apartment, wherever, and not come outside. So they can experiment on you using these weapons. The one thing that these people want to do with the TIs is to get rid of us. Because we are now at the point, and this is a very pivotal point in the history of people who have been placed into non-consensual human experimentation, that there is so much more information out there, a lot more information out there than uh, 10 years ago. You know, and, and and let me clarify when I say a lot more information. I mean a lot more information in terms of victims who have uh, been telling their stories, victims who have created blogs, uh, vlogs, uh, such as you know my videos are up on YouTube. Uh, I constantly um, do videos when I can, particularly when uh, they start the uh, Happy Tactics campaign. So I do a video almost uh, twice a week instead of uh, once a week. Um, I do the show. And, you know, I don't do the show for viewers. Uh, I mean, I'm probably the longest one of the persons from the call here tonight. But, you know, I, I 
started when I started my show, I had a, you know, we had I had a some viewers. Uh, had about like thirty something, sometimes even forty. And I noticed that now uh you know a few people come up, come on my call. But I've always said, you know, when I still first started doing this show, I was by myself. No one else. I had no one in the call. And I was just doing my recording. And I've continued to, to do that whether I have people on the call or not. Because I've always said that uh, you know, people can download my calls within the future. They don't have to come on. I thought that if if you're ever on my call and, and I and I moderate my call and I see anything that's kind of fun to me, anyone trying to uh Progress or anybody else, anything like that, I immediately uh, shut them down. You know, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why I kind of lost <laughs> a few uh, listeners. But that's okay, because I will not let you come on my call and um, harm another person, you know. Uh, and, and, and the majority of people that come on my call are TIs, but they are those few perps that will come on, come on the call and... Um, you know, try to cause trouble. All right? Uh, last week, the last year, last week I did a call, last week Thursday, and um, I think there was like one other person in the call, Albert, uh, who I came on, and then there were two other persons in the call, and these were perps. They were perps. They were calling me all sorts of names. And you know, when that happens, you know, I usually have a smile on my face because I know that I have gotten to them to the point where I have caused them to react in a manner which they are reacting. And I have it all on tape. I have it all on tape. You know, so I must be doing something right. They must not want me and well, we know that they don't want any TIs to uh, talk about what's happening to them. You know, that's one of the the things that these perpetrators of these crimes uh, do is because they don't want to be held responsible. They don't want anybody else to know what's going on, and they definitely don't want uh, the next person who they decide that they're going to put into this program to have these, you know, the information that we as TIs uh, who have. Um, you know, create these shows and do these shows and talk about things that are being done. Uh, they don't want those uh, TIs uh, to understand what's happening to them. Because the earlier a TI understands that they are in a psychological warfare, and that psychological warfare is a tool that's being used to discredit violence and to destroy their needs of support, financial, family, social, friends, job. They will react a lot better. And they will see a lot of the tricks and the traps that will be laid before them 
and they'll be able to maneuver through those traps and not be psychologically damaged uh, to the point where they are no use to themselves or others. Uh, They will be more, uh, I think, um, inclined to speak up rather than be manipulated and threatened into silence. So that's, you know, part of the reason why I do my show. You know, and uh, I'm grateful that I do this show. You know, I've had other TIs tell me, hey, Nigel, I got to thank you. If it wasn't for you, you know, I would have been locked up somewhere or been placed in some other institution. And, and I was telling myself, listen, that's the purpose that I, that, I, that I do this because I came this close to being in a position where, you know, I was, I was willing to take these people out. You know, I thought about it, you know. And I would say that these people are very lucky for my son, my first boy, because if it wasn't for him, I didn't have, if I never had a son, if he wasn't born, these people would have gotten hurt, seriously hurt. And so if it wasn't for other TIs who have you know, created websites, you know, that taught me how this was being done, taught me the tactics that they use. A lot of times they, they they thought they you know, they could have fooled me, they could have tricked me. And it didn't work. It didn't go as planned. You know? Then they start to uh, delete uh, or attack my internet with a denial of service attack or a deauthorization attack on my Wi Fi to prevent me from going online. Many times I do my show on talk show and I can I can't report anything because uh, they do something to my show to uh, prevent me from uh, from reporting. But I always find a way. I always find a way whether I had to end the show, start a new show with an automatic recording, you know that worked. So whenever they uh, block the um, the chat window, the controls in the chat window. So I mean, uh, so I can't record. I just end the show. Go into my, go into the menu, and I do automatic uh, record. So as soon as I call in, the show starts and it starts recording. You know, I had to go through this many, many times. I had to send emails to talk to. They've, they've done a lot to prevent me from doing the show. Okay. And even though they, they have uh, put a lot of, and I think they, 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 you know, knowing the tactics that they use in terms of, when I think about, you know, how come a lot of people don't come on my calls anymore, you know, I know it's a divided kind of tactic, but, you know, it's okay, you know. Hopefully, uh, TI will become smart enough and um, understand the tactics and, uh, you know, therefore, you know, we get to understand uh, who is really trying to harm the TI 
now and who is just the uh I would say I'm not gonna say the word I was gonna say uh actually I'm not gonna say that but but who is pulling their legs? Let me put it like that. You know, we've had many talks of lawsuits, you know. And I've been a TI for well over fifteen years. And the minute I found the TI community, it was all about lawsuits. We've done we've did everything, everything, everything. You know? No lawsuits. None. Okay, every year TIs saying, oh, I'm, I'm in this lawsuit, and what happened? Nothing happened. Because there's always a constant sabotage. So, and I think the only way that we as TIs is going to have a successful lawsuit is that if we actually find an ally was willing to listen and to believe what we're saying and to um, look into what we're saying. Now, it will be hard, but I think the psychological aspect of this program is where they have to look first, you know? So, I'm not saying that they don't have to look at the directed energy weapons. They do. But those things are classified, and there's no way that they are going to, uh, you know, that whoever it is, uh, the people who decide that, hey, you know what, we believe the guy's story, we're going to help you, there's no way they're going to get access to these weapons. So they will have to go the other route, which is to expose the psychological program that's being used to discredit and silence uh, targets, target individuals. Okay, and when you look at, you know, the type of targeting that's being done, it is the same tactic. You know, the situation may be different, but the tactics and the conditioning are the same. The same repetitiveness, the same triggers and anchors, same type of... uh, Core-and-temporal tactics, breaking into your home, stealing your stuff, moving stuff around. I think that might be the, the way to go. We have to expose, you know, the psychological program to get it to stop because I, I think that's the, the most damaging part of this program for TIs. And then we have to try and expose direct uh, energy weapons, which is really very, which is going to be very difficult. You know, I mean, even trying to get evidence of the microchip is, is, is hard. I've tried it many times, and every facility I went to, they have infiltrated and they have uh, compromised the people who work there. They're never going to give you evidence of what they've done, okay? They're never going to give you that. So most of us have to go by our experience. 
actually have to go by what we have been through, what we continue to go through. You know, for example, uh, you know, the constant headaches from the remote no monitoring, the way and how remote no monitoring works, if you can draw the connection, particularly with remote no monitoring, there is a law enforcement aspect of that because it is law enforcement that is reading the chip, okay? And for me, um, you know, when I when I start to hear uh, sirens, particularly when they make a particular sound when I'm drinking or something, and it happens three or four times in a row, that's remote. That for me, that's remote remote monitoring. You know, when certain words uh, are being spoken on the television, and a certain word is said, and you hear that siren. Throughout the day, those same words are repeated. Every time those same words are repeated on television, you hear sirens. If you're reading, you're reading certain things. If you hear sirens constantly while you're reading a particular article uh, that they may not want you to read, you'll hear sirens. That's, you know, they're monitoring your mind because they don't want you to think a certain way. They don't want you to have the information. Okay, it is about dominant, uh, dominating your mind. It is about subjugating you. Okay, it, it is about making you compliant. It is about silencing you. And they will do everything possible to protect their little secret. So, uh, I'm going to end it on that note. And I will be back next week to do another show. Have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.